guys, welcome back in Vegas Fever Podcast. Uh, Jason and Paula here with you. Hi. End of the weekend. Golden Knights win streak comes to an end last night um, at the hands of the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> I told you uh, earlier today that it's pretty difficult for a team to come back from a, a longer road trip, five games, and you know not kind of be spent. And for the Knights, it was it was definitely that way because they won all those games on the road. It was it was uh, you know hard fought games. Good wins for the Knights, and yeah. I think they came home and they were tired. And I think it was it was an, it was an easy spot to lose in, and I think it's I mean, kind of it a throwaway. It wasn't a big loss. It was three to two. No, right? it wasn't. They were up two one. Oh. And well, that's that's typical Golden Knights behavior. I mean, I'm starting to kind of feel like it's just maybe more typical NHL behavior because you know, with three coaches with three different styles, I guess this is just what happens. Some nights you just don't have it. Um, yeah. Riley Smith scored another shorthanded goal for the Golden Knights. He has more shorthanded goals than most teams have shorthanded <laughs> goals. I think he has three. Um, and Phil Castle scored for the Knights, and those are the two goals. Uh, they led 2-1, and then the second period happened, and that was that. Because uh, then nothing else happened after that. It's tough. Um, the main rant of the, of the whole Golden Knights – you know, season so far. So, it, you know, if you want to take it for what it is, 13 and three, 26 points. Um, one of the best teams in the league, I believe Boston is 13 and two. These teams will meet in Boston on December 5th, Ooh, I believe. Soon. And that's, that's of course, um, the Golden Knights coach, you know, Bruce Cassidy, that's his old team. Uh, that's going to be, I'm sure he'll get a very warm, reception there uh warmer than jack eichel got in buffalo and we'll get to that in just a second but um bruce cassidy didn't want to leave he was told to leave he did a lot of good things in boston he was jack adams award winner just like gerard gallant for the golden knights here in his first year he took the bruins to the stanley cup a couple of years ago so he didn't want to go i'm sure he'll get a warm reception um and that'll be a big game the golden knights have a handful of games before that um they'll have a little bit of a homestand here um, and then some Canada as well. Uh, I feel like the Golden Knights are doing things much differently than they did last year. Things that are different that are making the Golden Knights more successful. One and one A is the power play. So it's it's so much better. The puck movement is so much better, and offensive zone time that the Golden Knights are getting. They're scoring goals. They're better in the neutral zone. They're better in just about every facet of their, you know, offense and defense. The Golden Knights are a much better team. They're in much better hands. You could say that, you know, well, look, they haven't had the injuries yet, and those will come. And Henderson, you know, the AHL affiliate for the Golden Knights has not gotten off to a really, really good start. So, you know what I mean? Some of those guys might have to get involved. But right now, all is good um, in the desert for, for the Golden Knights. Um, as I just kind of mentioned uh, a little while ago, something that really, this is going to be my, you know, this is going to be the rant for, for the golden Knights that I have, and it has to do with the city and the fans of Buffalo. Okay. I don't really care what they think about this, whoever one of them listens, because this is the reality of the situation. Okay. I've 
I've learned a lot about Jack Eichel in the year that Jack Eichel has been a Vegas Golden Knight. I'm so pleased I get to hear this rant twice. Once in... Uh... I was really mad. It happened at the time. <laughs> real, real time and now again. He asked for... Jack Eichel asked for a trade two years before he's actually traded. And this had nothing to do with the neck surgery and the neck injury. It has everything to do with the fact that that organization absolutely positively sucks. Their upper management sucks. Their lower management sucks. It all sucks, including their fan base and including everything about that area. <laughs> sucks. And this is going to be no, this is going to be full disclosure, nothing held back. I'm sorry that you have to pay New York taxes and you live in Buffalo. Okay. That is besides the point. However, my point is, is that how dare you, how fucking dare you boo that man? That man gave you everything he possibly could. It is not his fault that you as an organization, Buffalo Sabres, did nothing around him. Is it his fault that you didn't know? Does he want to win? Yes. He, he had every right. And the next surgery part of it just was the cherry on the cake for Eichel because they weren't going to work with him in the way that he wanted. And he sat with a neck injury, unable to get the surgery he wanted and play because of it. So screw you. How dare you boo him? Every time he got the puck, every time he got on the ice, you know what I said to my wife? I said to my wife, I hope he scores a hat trick or the game-winning goal. And damn it, he did it. He did it, and good for him. Yeah, he did. In your face, Buffalo. You deserve that. When he scored that first goal, and he opened his arms, and he was like, look at me. I scored on you, and their booze rained down from the place, except for the Vegas fans. And there was a handful. There was at least a handful of them. There was enough of them to be... Yeah, we've seen you know, a few on TV. They were seen, not heard, because the boos were very, very loud. Reminding you, he scores a hat trick one year after almost a year, basically. I think the game... When did he come back? February or January? Late January, early February? I don't know when it was. I but it was even later than that. Well, the game might have been closer to March. I don't exactly know when the game was, but it was within the first month of Eichel coming back. And he wasn't himself. He was just working in the lineup. He actually suffered a fractured wrist, I think, or finger or wrist, like around that time. But he was just kind of getting back into game shape. And... Yes, the two people that they traded for him, um, Tuck and who's that other schmuck they traded for him? I don't know. The two guys that they traded for uh, Jack Eichel scored for Buffalo. Tuck had the empty netter at the end that Eichel chased yeah. him and missed. So... Maybe that tasted good for, you know, the Buffalo Sabres fans at the time. But how's it taste now? Okay. Vegas plays one game a year in Buffalo. Are you pathetic people going to boo him every single time he goes there? Probably. Get over it. Because you suck. You haven't been to the playoffs in 12 years. You're not going <laughs> to go to the playoffs for who knows. And you can, you can, you can, you can have whatever you got for Jack Eichel, because 
as fantastic as fine of a player as Alex Tuck was, Alex Tuck was not going to take the Vegas Golden Knights to the next level. Jack Eichel can take the Vegas Golden Knights to the next level, and him mm-hmm. and Riley Smith and Marcia So and Mark Stone have gotten off to a good enough start to where here we are. The well, booze made me mad. Yeah, I was there. And there's really no reason <laughs> for it. Get over it. He's gone. Yeah, and it wasn't really his choice, you know, and it's just, you know, fan bases are strong and no matter what sport. Although they don't, I don't think Knights fans boo past Knight players when they come to T-Mobile, do they? Here's the thing, you know, I was thinking about that. Uh, that ran through my mind. And then I also thought to myself, well, they didn't demand a trade because they weren't there long enough because Vegas is just trading away cards like, you know, like running water. They're just like use tissues. You know, Vegas really never has the opportunity to boo a player because he doesn't a stay long enough or B demand a trade because I don't think people are demanding trades from Vegas because they just get traded before that can even happen. Um, Really happy about the Golden Knights start. Um, and I, I really hope that they, you know, kind of continue that. Goaltending has been really, really good for Vegas. Laurent Brassois is looking like he is going to be in position to come back, but he doesn't really have anywhere to come back to. The Golden Knights put him through waivers last week, and he cleared. So nobody claimed him, and I think that the Golden Knights would have preferred it because he's $2.3 million to the cap. And that's too much damn money. I made a comment, you know, some of us uh, inside the rink friends were all talking and it mm-hmm. was kind of like, hey, Toronto, you want a goaltender? You can have him. You can <laughs> have him. You could take him because that was a bad signing. That was just, I think that was, that was in the aftermath. I will say Mark andre Fleury because, because there is okay. a tradition on this show yeah. of saying Mark andre Fleury. So here At it is. At least once. But only, I'm only saying it because it was the aftermath of him getting traded and they, they, they had Leonard and they needed somebody else. So there you go. But it was a bad signing. Because he cleared, the Knights will save half of his salary. So like 1.1 or 1.2 will go away, basically, from... All their LTIR up look, they're up against the cap, and the LTIR pool is is full. So, you know, next year should be very, very interesting. Early next year or off season next year should be really, really interesting. The Golden Knights Cup odds is is getting a lot better since the year started. I think that a lot of odds makers were kind of down on the Golden Knights after what happened last year. Well, but they're cu- blame them, no, but because Vegas always, at least in the first, this will be this, you know. You're going into season six, right? I mean, this is – they're always competitive. And I think that odds makers are going to have to straighten out when it comes to that because Vegas will always be in it because they're always looking to make that big move. And until they're absolutely crap, which is a few years away at this point because of everything that they've done, a few until that time, Vegas will always be in it. So, you know, I, I just kind of feel like – you're early enough in the season where you can where you can have some slip ups, but I think if they can kind of keep a good pace, you know, until like the All Star break or right before that, I think they'll be okay. Um, but you know, again, the Silver Knights have not gotten off to a good start, so those players who come up, I don't know if they're in position like they, you know, like Vegas. A lot of over 500 man games lost for Vegas last year, so 
a lot of Henderson players got experience, but they're not, they're off to some bumps and bruises. Um, wanted to also talk about UNLV hockey. So they yeah. are seven and zero. Wow. Ranked number one uh, in the ACH, ACHA top Woo-hoo. 25 poll. Um, It just speaks to a lot of what the coaching staff, um, Coach Greener and Coach Rabone, what they do and the amount of players they had come back for them. They swept a series with the University of Colorado in Boulder to, to improve to 7-0. and And they've got a big game against Alaska Anchorage in Vegas coming up. And that's going to be a really, really – it's going to be a tough game, but a good game, I think, for UNLV. That's They're more doing exposure. Really good. They're doing fantastic. You know, I mean, you look, look, guys. You, you know, you live in Vegas, guys and gals. Tickets are cheap. Go out and see them and support them. It's it's a good night out. We've said that a yeah. bunch of times. You know, it absolutely is. Um, before we kind of switch sports, wanted to. There's a couple of inside the rink notes, and then we'll kind of move on. Um, inside the rink has a little partnership going on with ESPN, and. Basically, I mean, if it's not a little thing, that's a huge thing. Well, it's awesome. The company is huge. ESPN is huge, but the deal with that is, is that we want basically hockey is going to be viewed on ESPN Plus and Hulu and that you know the Disney bundle basically Which is, is raising its prices. I just got an email today, by the way. But but it's still cheaper than what you need. What was going on with that NHL TV yeah, crap, which was terrible. What you're saying. Um, if you go to insidetherink.com slash ESPN and sign up, um, that would greatly, greatly help Inside the Rink because we're growing. So, I mean, go to insidetherink.com slash ESPN uh, and sign up for the Disney bundle. Oh. Um, basically, it helps that, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. With our, our company is growing. We're also looking for writers. We're looking for content creators, podcasters, et cetera. For all 32 markets in the NHL. And this can something working with ESPN can only really help um, our company. There's also something else, too, I kind of want to talk about. I'm gonna have to find it. Let's see. Oh. News alerts from inside the rink. You can get alerts from the NHL. Hmm. All you gotta do is go to inside the rank and under news alerts, there's a little tab, type in your email. And then I'll update you when something major happens. Yeah. So you could do it different teams or NH, you know, oh, that's cool. by the league or by different teams. And then you can click subscribe. That's awesome. Um, and then you can also basically all the articles that these guys write, mm-hmm. you'll be able pop to pop up. Correct. That's nice. So, you can get your news alerts from inside the rank just by doing that inside the rank and then under news alerts, type in your email and then right to your inbox. Um, fun stuff going on with some rebel basketball, but before that, I'm going to kick it over to Paula. Well, this portion of, we have a new sponsor and friend manscape. I think we talked about it. Did we talk about it the last episode? We did. Yes, we did. Yes. Um, I think a lot of people have heard about Manscaped, but just in case you haven't, 
they are a grooming company and even though it says manscape it's not just for men men women non-binary can use womanscaped womanscaped too <laughs> um they were kind enough to send us the weed whacker which is for the nose and the ears right yes and it's basically everything it sounds like the lawnmower which again mm-hmm. i i i talked about that last time but yes. um it's there are very, a lot of people that heard that one it's very very handy um they they make shampoo they make mm. deodorants cologne i mean underwear they have travel bags i mean everything that you could think of to keep yourself tidy and not you know having pubes come out your underwear which you know tends to happen you can even do this in the shower because these things are waterproof which is great yeah they're not 100 percent waterproof but you know the trimmers are right um they're very very good quality very nice we have a code with them is it vfp it's vfp and that'll get you 20% off and free shipping. Worldwide. Yes. Um, we've been using the products for what? About a month now? My balls are happy. <laughs> you know, we'll say that. Yeah. I, I enjoy using the trimmers. You go through the nose trimmers at least, what, once? I mean, he breaks them because they just can't keep up with the nose and the ear hair. I, mean, I you don't should, break them. You should hear My the poor. You should hear the poor motor. But so far, this weed whacker, um, it gets in there. So, please go check them out. They have lots of affordable gifts. The holidays are coming up. They have gift sets. So again, that's VFP, just VFP. Yep. yep for twenty percent off. Manscaped.com. VFP. Great for the holidays, guys. And another holiday option is our good friend. Vegas Varsity. It is. Running Rebel Time. And as a matter of fact, thank you for reminding me about that. Got a little something going on with a piece of early 90s throwback merch. Really? With the with the uh with the five greats for UNLV. <laughs> um, they are on a shirt that Vegas Varsity has done. And we were doing a giveaway. Giveaway. We are currently. We are currently, but you know, you, you know what? I, I kind of think that you know it might be time to maybe t- tell somebody if they won. I don't know. I'm kind of debating it. You know what I mean, it's kind of this is kind of something. Well, what were the rules? The rule, I don't remember. You had to give me your. Favorite UNLV player from that time mm-hmm. slash story. Okay. So basically the tweet was November is here. It's college basketball season. UNLV opened their season. UNLV is 2-0, by the way, so far. Uh, us in Vegas Varsity were giving away early 90s running Rebel swag to someone who gives us their favorite player and or story. So, I mean, there was a, there was a good amount of okay. people. Did they also like and follow us and... Vegas Varsity. That wasn't 
the rule, but these okay. people do. Okay. But these people do. But that wasn't one of the rules. Well, we should talk to him to see if he wants, if he's ready to give it away. If not, we can announce it on our next show. All right. Look, I, I think that we'll. Everybody, stay tuned. And what I'll do is I'll I'll get with we'll get with him, and we'll mm-hmm. probably make an announcement anyway. So these go people visit will him. know. Okay. Uh, holiday show. It's such a unique, good quality gift that you can't get anywhere else. And if you use our code VFP ten, right. 10% off. Exactly. Even on sale items. So I will list the finalists. I do want to do that. Justin Marks, who's there, who I believe is there in Vegas. Uh, NFL Outdated, at NFL Outdated. He's really, really cool on Twitter. Lucas Levitt um, as well. So I feel like we're going to choose between uh, Lucas, NFL Outdated, and Justin Marks, J Marks 2015 on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of what we're doing. So stay tuned for a new post or. Yeah, there will and... be one. Uh, for sure. Running Rebels 2 0 on the year, uh, defeated Southern and Incarnate Word, whatever the hell that Never is. Heard of yeah, no, I have no idea. Uh, heard the name before. UNLV's played them. They've, they've banged that drum a couple of times before. I've heard that name. Um, uh, Rebels are really good defensively. Um, they did score enough points, obviously, to win. They played better in this last game than they did against Southern, in my opinion. Uh, offensively, they're going to need to pick it up. Uh, you win by scoring points. You Your defense gives your offense a chance to score more points. But there's only so much of that that can happen, especially when coming up, UNLV is going to play Dayton, and Dayton is ranked, and Dayton can absolutely get up and down the floor. So... It would be a good idea for Coach K squared to <laughs> pump some more offense. Um, a really, really important recruit was at the game. It's, it's a real shame that we can't get more than 5,000 people in the damn building. I really, really got to tell you. Especially because now prices have gone down. They have. But when you got big recruits in town and they see other arenas filled and yours isn't, it's kind of deflating, even though he's from here. Didon, uh, DJ Thomas. His dad, Didon Thomas, played for UNLV in the early 90s after Tark left when Roly Massimino came in. Um, and Didon was really, really good, really, really good player. And his son, DJ, is looking at UNLV and one of the best players in his class. I don't know. Is that is that 2023 or 2024? One of the, he actually might reclassify, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's listed as a 2024 guard, but he could graduate early and come in next year. Uh, our friend Jeff Wadalove really, really likes a kid. Not He's not the only one because he feels it's a must-get for Kevin Kruger and staff, and I would probably agree because they need – there, you you really get a handful. You really don't get that many chances to nail good prospects at UNLV. And he's got other big-time schools recruiting him. And, you know, so – Look, find DJ Thomas and give him some love on Twitter, Rebel fans. You know what I yes, mean? Like, I, I mean, because he's going to go to other places and he's going to see arenas full and he's going to be like, well, this is where it's at. UNLV, nobody goes there. I mean, I don't want to play in front of ghosts and, and, and tumbleweeds. So that's super important as well. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, I think that about covers it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo Sabres fans, you can hit me up uh, if you like um, at Vegas Fever Pod. If you got a problem with what I said earlier, that would be. Or you could I mean, just I'd, keep on moving on like an adult. Yeah, but you know somebody won't. You know what I mean? Uh, at Vegas Fever Pod is me on Twitter. At the Golden Wife mm-hmm. uh, is Paula over there on Twitter. Please subscribe after you listen. 
just about on every major platform that you can think of for your listening pleasure. Uh, next time, lots of, I mean, hey, more, kind of more of the same, hoping that, you know, the two teams on the ice that we talk about just kind of keep moving. Yeah. Doing their thing. They're both off to an amazing, amazing start. Yeah, it's been, I'm, I'm really pleased with the coach and just the overall morale seems better. It was really, uh, down in the dumps last season. He's super interesting to look at. You know what I mean? Like Pete DeBoer was just like terrible to look at because he Pete always DeBoer had no personality. He, oh, that's why he's terrible to look at. Like this guy, just he just he he's so he just loves. Well, he just he's just so I in think tune he's just with the bring, game, bringing life back into the team because they've been all been through a lot. You know. But anyway, please subscribe, and we'll see you next time. All right, guys. We'll talk to y'all later. Have a good night. Bye bye.